0: Hello, what have we here?
1: Welcome to the IDP Nation podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We are your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LV1-year taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. Go ahead. Welcome back and we kind of are going to skip our NFC South. We'll get to that story a little later about why we didn't have a new NFC South, but we have a special guest from the other side of the world literally. We have one half of the Aussie guys.
2: Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Here's AJ
1: from the Aussie guys. AJ, how you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm doing great, fellas. Thanks for having me on. And Welcome. my co-host sent me last night a photo of where he is. He is sunning himself on the beach in on the beaches of Spain.
1: okay, sweet. All nice. right. Got, a, got yeah. a few more weeks till my vacation, but I don't want it to come too quick because that means I got to go back to school. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Daryl, how are you? Little little sleepy? Um, are, are you all you're all bright eyed and bushy tailed right now? but
0: I'm, I'm well rested. You're well rested. Yeah. I'm well-rested, fueled up, ready to rock.
1: Okay. Well, at, at right minutes, really, literally, before we started up speaking here, uh, we got some... Good news, everyone. So, Daryl, why don't you hit us with that good news?
0: Uh, yes, your beloved Seahawks have re-signed Bobby Wagner to a three-year, $54 million deal with $40 million guaranteed. Everything is aside. yes
1: see i I told you there's nothing to worry about they were going to sign bobby i told you actually i was just listening to the episode the other day where i said they let frank clark go because they were going to allocate money make sure they got bobby wagner signed so
2: you did you did he actually becomes the nfl's highest paid linebacker
1: i don't mind it he he's He's my LB one in my heart. Although in my rankings, Darius Leonard has him by a nose, but
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> he deserves it. Man. He does year in year out, and, and he's really <laughs> the
1: leader of that defense right now because they've gotten rid of everybody else that used to be the leader yeah. of defense. So.
0: <laughs> you know, it's a good thing they paid him because he's going to earn every penny of that this year by himself.
1: Well, KJ writes back.
0: <laughs> he is, but yeah, which means that
1: uh it's going to be a. Uh, Death fight between Cody Barton and Ben Burke Irvin to see who's going to be the the backup or the heir to KJ Wright or whatever. Because
0: who are you betting on right now? If you had to make a bet, who are you betting on?
1: I still like BBK better,
0: but interesting. I
1: don't know. I was a little late to the Cody Barton party, so
0: I was too, just a little bit. But... Yeah, I think we both were, but he was drafted higher. Yes, he was
1: i don't know seattle also and and we'll actually get into this i guess a little more with uh aj later on the aussie guys podcast uh, about the seahawks and their backwards uh drafting strategies of taking guys <laughs> where they're not really valued but i don't know they got their own draft board i swear it's the upside down world like stranger things or something because they have their own values and it normally works out so more power to them but it's aggravating. Sometimes you sit in there and like first round pick LJ Collier and like, really?
0: Right. Yeah. I had about
1: 10 guys on my list higher than LJ Collier, a head rusher. But yeah. Anyways, any more news besides the wondrous uh, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, well,
0: I don't think none's going to top that, but uh, nothing. Will. Um, okay. we'll start with mine next. I know what we mentioned was for, but it was since it's our last one Titans, uh, Resigned Kevin Byard to a five-year $70.5 million dollar extension that locks him up as the Titan safety so that was great so we both got a piece of uh, great news
1: yes, yes, that was good and here, uh, we'll, we'll play this there you go, little Ric Flair
0: I like it I like it, how did you know?
1: so, you're down south there so, you know
0: hey, that man has more limousine riding, jet ever. that's right Having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> All
1: right, how um, about some more recent news? Because that, uh, that's kind of like...
0: So the Packers, they uh, released uh, Mike Daniels, and he went. He wanted to play for a freaking... contender. This has been the so, news on Twitter. So why did he go to Detroit? <laughs> So he turns around and signs with Detroit for a one-year $9.1 million team. Now, I read, and I wish I could find it again on Twitter. If I find it, I'll shoot it to you. Okay. Apparently, there were 13 – I may, I may be off a number or two. There were 13 other teams interested in him.
1: I hope Seattle is one of them. But...
0: And they were nine of those 13 willing to match or beat the offer that the Lions gave, and he still went to Detroit. That is a head-scratcher to me. I just don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't get that. Cause... Clearly,
0: the only thing he's got on his mind is the two games against the Packers. It's Aaron Rodgers. Which I'm voting, yes. I hope he is fueled up for Aaron because I don't like Aaron Rodgers. So. You, know, <laughs> you, you go Mike Daniels, you know. I, I don't understand
1: because, A, you, you got Damon Harrison and Sean Robinson, Deshaun Hand there. You, you got Trey Flowers there. You got all these guys there.
0: What? Don't they run a three four right off the top of my head?
1: Well, they play that kind of murky New England style, yeah. kind of so kind of remember? three four, kind of four three. Depends on the the weather. And...
0: Well, if they if they go with that three four, that means that Ashawn Robinson and Deshaun Hand's probably out because your front three is going to be well, Daniels, yeah. Harrison, and Trey Flowers.
1: Yeah,
0: it kills. So my Austin, it
1: kills my Austin Bryant shares
0: too. Yeah, it kills a lot of value in IDP. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, that means somebody's going to get cut.
0: But why Detroit?
1: Like, I I don't understand. I don't either.
0: Uh, I I don't know. I don't know why
1: the Packers cut him in the first place, the night before camp.
0: I I don't get that either.
1: Joe Banner, former uh, Eagles and Cleveland uh, general manager, came out and said that it's disgraceful of these teams cutting these vets the night before camp. And I agree. If you didn't want them on your team, just cut them. Like two months, months ago. ago, when they yeah. can actually sign with a team and do workouts yeah. and visit and stuff, it kind of I reminds me of a... the Cowboys and Des Bryant, where they waited till yeah. the wave of free agency was over and then released them, kind of like after all the teams had already kind of secured all their plans. It's kind of spiteful. Right. It seems like. And the... I
0: didn't have a problem with him signing with Detroit. I mean, I think you it's know, stupid, you, but... you, you say contender and you go to Detroit, I get well, it. Well, but what really—that's
1: <laughs> a joke right there. <laughs> Sorry, know, Lions but fans, but is, come on.
0: But what got me is when I read that all these teams were willing to match or beat the offer. How can you turn? I'm sure I the, want ca- to the, the Cowboys
1: pick. probably would have paid up because they need some line help. Who? The Cowboys. I mean, oh, do you yeah. have the teams that were interested?
0: No, I don't, and I'm, okay. I'm trying to find it now. Uh, I don't think it mentioned the teams. I really don't. But
1: Okay.
0: I, well, know I, can, I can think of
1: about five just off the top of my head that could use a defensive lineman.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I just don't get it. The Houston, I Tech, don't. the
1: Houston Texans could use one. Especially a 4-3. Oh, playing gosh, with J.J. Yeah, Watt. We
0: were talking about that the other
1: night. We did, yeah, that's why they were fresh in my head. Um, who else did we talk about the other day? Um,
0: Cincinnati, can probably,
1: Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati could use a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there, Dan, but yeah. whatever.
1: I mean, the Giants. Yes, the Giants could the use one. Arizona them. Cardinals. I just, I don't get it. I'm trying to. I don't know. The Packers? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess that means Rashawn Gary is going to play more, possibly. Maybe they liked what they saw in Gary and said, let's just roll with him instead. I don't know.
0: I don't get it. Trying to see here. Here's the tweet. I'll retweet it and tag you all on it. Uh, it it must be more of, to the
2: story, Charlie, you know?
0: It's got to be. It says uh, it "says they gave him a one-year deal worth $9.1 million, 7.8 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And of the 13 teams who called and interested, four four other teams were willing to do that deal or better. But the former Packers star wanted to play for Coach Matt Patricia and stay in the division.
1: Huh. So I, I think th- they got that reversed. He wanted to play the – Packers twice, and Patricia helped. Yeah. <laughs> defensive mind, coach.
0: Oh man, yeah, I don't, I just don't get that. I mean, yeah. if there's teams willing to offer more money, I, I've got to be willing to bet that one of those teams is better than Detroit.
1: Yeah. All right, we've spent too much time with the Detroit Lions, so let's move along. What's next? There yeah. you go,
0: Joey the Tooth. That's your ten minutes of fame. No,
1: nah, you think thinking of Joey. Joey's a Niners fan.
0: Not yeah, close enough. They're all the same.
1: <laughs> oh man, they're gonna start calling you uh, uh, a Jaguars fan or something.
0: Better watch out. I will drive <laughs> straight for and hurt somebody.
1: They're in Connecticut. Close enough. <laughs> you pay attention to detail, there, Daryl.
0: You say potato, I say potato. Close enough. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Yannick and Gawkway's a holdout. We kind of discussed that. We knew that was kind of coming. Yeah,
1: although, and you, you said $19 million he turned down.
2: Yeah. Th- yeah. Gee. That, I, he would be getting paid they,
1: more than Bobby Wagner if he turned it down.
0: Yeah, apparently they offered him nineteen for, I don't know how many That's years, like two or three years. Three years. He, three
1: years, $19 million a year, I think was the offer on the table. And it it was bridge, the, the idea was to bridge him until his next free agent deal when they could probably move on from him, but...
0: I think I don't he know. winds up playing this year. They don't give him extension, and Josh Allen takes over next year. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't take over this year, if he holds out.
1: I don't know. These guys holding out will eventually cave, because they'll be losing money.
0: Yeah, Clowney's holding out. They're, they're not
1: really losing any money yet. They're losing, like, a couple thousand, which is chump change to most of these guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's down so. the back of the couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? Um...
0: Oh, here's another one for you. Your Seahawks signed Earl Mitchell. You know. Good. Well, that's, uh, that's just a, a
1: body to fill in some space till Jerron Reed
0: yeah.
2: gets back. Yeah. That's
0: and then uh, our, we'll get to our last one here. It's our we gotta have a bonehead of the week. It's become our thing. So uh Viking's <laughs> corner Holton Hill, who's already suspended four games for PEDs, has now been suspended four more games for substance abuse violation. Ooh. <laughs> So that's eight games, he's probably going gonna to miss the first half of the season, it appears. Here you go.
1: Stupid idiot! <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one. So, we got some new drops. The one thing that, that Daryl allowed me to do last night was search for drops while I was sitting here at my computer <laughs> waiting for him.
0: I was trying to let you prepare a little better.
1: <laughs> well, now i got to find all these because they're in a different <laughs> order now, so it's taking <laughs> me even longer to find these things. But anyway, um, the other night me and Seth were uh, playing dueling uh sound drops. Yeah. So <laughs> it was fun. Anyways, daryl that it for the news. Yeah, that's it. Alright. So let's the off while we're on recording. All right. Um one of the things to mention, uh, a couple guys on the Falcons already hurt. Um Michael Bennett not Michael Bennett that's on the Patriots, uh, which every, a few people thought was Michael Bennett from the Eagles and Seahawks, uh, is out for the year. And I did see when I first saw it. I
0: was like, ah!
1: Yeah, and J.J. Wilcox is out for the year. So, And besides mm-hmm. <clears throat> J.J. Wilcox, former Cowboys safety. Um, besides that, on defensive side of the ball, I haven't seen a whole lot. I mean, Corey Coleman is tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Oh, guys, yeah. so, cursed. so if you have any Corey Coleman shares just get rid of them because it's not happening um, Darius Slayton train on the other hand is uh picking up steam Ooh,
2: yeah so, my word
1: um, mm-hmm. but anyway uh, we are going to chat some IDP the Aussie guys uh, do chat a lot of defense they, they try to stay well-rounded with which is why one of the reasons I like your show is because you don't just talk about the offensive guys like a lot of these shows you know they neglect the defenders i listened to your preview about the dolphins the other day and, and the, the detail you guys went into on the dolphins linebackers was uh was was nice to hear from a from a primarily offensive podcast so uh my dearest uh admiration for for taking up the defensive oh. side of the ball
2: <laughs> thank you uh, i mean look as we we know it's the most most important part of the of the game, isn't it? It's the it's the yeah. funnest it's the funnest aspect. Well look, you know, I think I think fans are coming around. Um yeah. but it's always team. Yeah. I mean when your team has to punt the ball away, that's not time to go and get the a beer from the fridge. Oh well maybe it is as well. <laughs> but <laughs> it's also the time to go to get rocked for your defense taking the field, you know? Yeah. Usually. Well, it's funny because uh, I
1: was listening to something this morning and um, they were talking about Ed Reed and the, I think it was, it was one of their offensive players. is like, sometimes we just thought, you know, we, we should just pump the ball. So, cause Ed Reed probably had a better <laughs> chance to score than the offense did because you know, like Trent Dill for a quarterback. So, uh, cause, cause Ed Reed was going to take it back to the house. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And really, I've found since, you know, I used to be a football watcher and, and really wasn't until I started fi- getting really into fantasy and IDP, especially, that I pay mm. such close attention to everything. Like, I know everybody's number. Like, that, yeah, that oh, I, yeah, that If I own yeah. a player, I know his number because I want to spot him to see if he was in on the tackle. And if he's not, then I'm like cursing at him. Like, go get in that tackle.
0: Exactly.
2: And, uh, you know, uh, get an assist. And look. Yeah we we're preaching to the converted for the yes, people yes. who are listening to listening to us now but you know a lot of people who are just playing fantasy on one side of the ball man you could you could double your enjoyment instantly mm-hmm. you know Absolutely, and you yeah. get to know so many more players and i mean the defensive side of the ball is so different so rich from mm-hmm. from a strategy point of view um you know why wouldn't you if you're into NFL why wouldn't you get into it
1: yeah, and I think it's... It, it, I know some people, it's just time. They don't have time to put in right. the, the work. Do. And I get that. I mean, I just happen to have summers off, so I get. I have a lot mm-hmm. of time to do this uh, in the summer. Uh, but, you know, Daryl finds time, and he doesn't have the summer off. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> plenty of people do. I just find it fun. You gotta have a, I, you gotta have a passion for it. Yeah. Like, if if oh, you're yeah. just a casual player, it's definitely not for you, but... If you really love football and you're already watching every game why not
2: yeah mm.
0: i think it's those that want the full aspect of running a team
2: it's true right right That's offensive offensive and
0: punters yeah
1: uh but we're gonna chat today about uh a topic we haven't talked about yet uh we, we've been talking the, the the stuffing out of uh <laughs> rookies i feel like we have talked about rookies every single episode and we're just going to put those on the back burner for a little bit and and, and we're going to talk about these guys we were talking about last year at this time the rookies uh second year players second year players that didn't really hit you know we're not talking about darius leonard because we know who he is we know who Le- leighton van der Esch is and roquan mm. smith we know those guys uh but who are some rookies that from last year second year players that are are primed to break out that you should be checking out you could get real cheap because i can guarantee you some of these guys would just give these guys up for like a rookie this year just because it's a shiny new toy so oh yeah yeah. don't be one of those shiny new toy owners These second year guys still have some value so we'll just kind of go around uh aj well we'll, you're our guest we'll start with you um who's your first breakout guy
2: do you want to um are we going in position groups or just from anywhere
1: wherever wherever yeah yeah uh
2: okay let me give you in that case uh a favorite of mine i've got him on most of my teams in fact and he um actually i'm burying the lead i'll just say marcus davenport so Uh, uh, (laughs) marcus davenport there's a few things that I really like about Davenport. One of the things that is a sneaky good thing to take note of is, um, how these guys were drafted or especially if teams have, have moved up to get them. And the and saints did that. They gave up the a saints ton for them. Did oh, they gave up a ton. Yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> know, in, in a, in a class that was a bit thin, they, they, they grabbed their guy, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, he didn't do a whole lot as a rookie, which is fine. I'm fine with that because uh, that, that sort of gels with our topic, you know.
0: yeah
2: right. I think these guys, people, some IDP owners, obviously not educated ones like us, you know, they grab <laughs> these guys and, you know, they don't do a lot on their rosters and they're just impatient and they drop them. Or, as you said, you can get these guys on the cheap.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Um, we always knew Marcus Davenport was raw, you know. He came from a small school. Um, he did sort of flash a little bit, but it's he's gonna have a lot more chances. He's gonna have he's gonna be a lot more involved in the in the defense this time around, and I so you know. He's yeah, Alex favor for me to step up.
1: Yeah, Alex Okifer's gone yep uh they they brought in some d d tackle talent they didn't really bring in anybody from the edge uh so Hmm. it's going to be him and jordan they paid jordan in the off season so jordan's going to be there for a while so yep um the the two bookends there they're going to be tough for that nfc south to deal with on a daily or weekly basis um definitely uh davenport's a guy i watch for a rookie guide and he he just I mean, he was playing smaller school talent, but he would just overpower guys. And oh yeah, you, you saw yeah. flashes of that last year too. Uh, where where yeah. he he's quick and powerful and, and big he guy. He gained so.
0: everybody's attention at the senior at the uh, senior, yeah, senior bowl. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Right,
1: There's a lot of big name. There's a lot of really good talent at last year's senior bowl. Davenport and Darius Leonard and uh, Puna mm-hmm. Ford.
2: Mm-hmm. Puna <laughs> Ford, the guy that you too.
1: liked, yeah. So. um so, if you didn't, if you never checked out the Senior Bowl, I mean, obviously, Dave Gettleman checks out the Senior Bowl, but because <laughs> he's taken the Senior Bowl MVP the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but on the defensive side is where i like to check out the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Daryl, who you got going?
0: Okay. This one's, I started not to add him, but then I got to thinking about it. So, I'm going to go with the uh, Denver's linebacker, Josie Jewell. Now, he was hyped up a little bit last year, especially by me. Dan can tell you I was all in yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think with Brandon Marshall gone now and now Todd yep. Davis hurt, I think Ooh, this is,
2: Todd Davis hurt. He's out like yeah, three or pulled, four weeks. He forgot calf muscle. Ooh,
0: yeah. yeah. So I think with those guys gone now, it's going to be his team to take over. Uh, and he started doing that towards the end of last year. Mm. All the reports was everybody on the team loved him uh and he was doing all the right things i think he even made a few starts down the stretch last year so i think in his second year he is poised for a big breakout
1: yeah yeah and and i don't know i I consider him to be i don't know top you know linebacker three is his like floor this year so i I think he's definitely uh going to be there And, and you know you see, you saw clips of him on draft day of Saquon Barkley beating him, but I'm like Saquon Barkley beat everybody in college, so yeah, <laughs> that so, was, you know...
0: they so blowed that out of proportion. But what you don't yeah. see is if you go back and watch that game, he
1: stops he had... him a few times.
0: Yeah, he made a, actually made a lot of good plays and some on Saquon in that game. So
1: yeah,
0: right.
2: Yeah, Saquon and can make a lot of people that... look bad.
0: So. Yeah, Saquon's not he he doesn't play fair.
2: Yeah, and. Uh, Jules, Jules College tape as well. He, they used him in in blitz packages too. Oh yeah, they used him everywhere. He can drop yeah. coverage. I
0: mean, he's everyone kind of played him as a as a thumper type, but he's way much more than that. He just, oh yeah, he's more, he's much better than that. Yeah.
1: Well, moving on to me here, uh, I have a guy who just recently hit the jackpot when it comes to opportunity. Uh, with the release of mason foster sean Dion hamilton oh
0: nice um, he, nice
1: he's rising up my board if i don't already own him i, I kind of scoured the wire to kind of see if he's out there because uh, he's now got a plum position in that middle linebacker spot for washington one of uh john bostick is john yeah. bostick so. <laughs> <laughs> that's the nicest thing i can say about him uh I, I honestly see bostic probably losing his job to another to a rookie uh cole holcomb possibly mm. um i think it, the, those two are the, the way to go here cause, but bostic i guess is there as a veteran presence but i mean i don't see him lasting past this year on, on the washington team but sean Dion hamilton you know from bama so you know he's talented uh he, <laughs> you know I'm a big fan of drafting Alabama guys on defense because they normally turn out pretty well,
0: pretty good track record.
1: Yeah, you know, John, they also have another pair of uh, Alabama linemen, Jonathan Allen, and DeRon Payne. So apparently, Gurdon just likes drafting Alabama guys. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. They they have a decent track record here. Uh, but yeah, Sean Dion Hamilton, I think, will be. You know, think about Zach Brown two years ago he he would had a hundred plus tackles easy mm, and yes. oh. Mason Foster had hundred plus tackles last year, even when they pulled Zach Brown off the field a lot and I think Hamilton's a guy that's gonna gonna take that job. I think he is in a little bit of a competition. he's gotta win the job, but I think he's definitely a guy that you should put on your rosters now if you haven't already. Uh, that, as soon as I heard the news about Foster I tweeted out that uh it's Sean Dion Hamilton season. So <laughs> go get him. Oof, but, nice. So coming back around, what do you got for us, AJ?
2: Well you guys are, are picking up linebackers, but I think there's a bit of depth at the linebacker position on my board. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to the D line and, and grab uh Derek Barnett. There we uh, go.
1: Your boy Daryl. a boy. Tennessee there volunteer. So go. uh, he's got his orange Tennessee shirt on today, that looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing that really concerns me is the rotation in Philly. Yeah. But apart from that, the guy's super talented and he's gonna get um, you know, that the Eagles uh, are wanting him to step in there. I mean, the the D line's aging across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just a question of what's his snap count going to be, really, uh, in 2019. But certainly, you know, moving forward, I think he's going to be a stud.
0: Yeah, and I would have thought that last year. uh, Unfortunately, he got a little injured or whatever. But I'm Mm. with you this year. I think with uh, Chris Long gone, Michael Bennett gone, now he'll step in as the starter. I'm sure they'll still play a rotation, but him and Brandon Graham is your starting ends. so that's yeah. hard to go wrong with that, and I think you'll see a big improvement from him this year. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this is actually his third year. He's He's been injured a lot of the last two years, so he's mainly –
2: Isn't it his third year? Yeah, he was drafted. Oh, in my 17. bad. That's all right. He's de- <laughs> that's all right.
1: He's definitely a breakout candidate regardless of year because you really haven't seen his, his potential. Yeah, right. um, in Tennessee, you know, you think of Reggie White uh, being an Eagle. You know, it's a shame they can't mm. wear the Kelly Greens. Uh, although I think they are at one time this year. Um, the one thing about Brandon Graham that we noticed when we were digging into stats, his stat line wasn't overly impressive. So mm. Derek Barnett's going to have to pick up that that. You know, Michael Bennett actually had better stats than Graham last season.
0: I don't know that their defensive line's not better this year though. Even but, without Long and even without uh, Michael Bennett because...
1: Yeah, I mean, with Malik Jackson, Vinny Curry came back, Josh Sweats in the mix, Sharif Miller... You're have rookie.
0: Jackson and uh, Fletcher Cox up front and then you're going to be winged with uh, Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett. That's, gonna be, that's, no. that's a front four Sounds- you don't want to mess with. Yeah, they still have a good line.
1: I just think they, they, they are... miss. I mean, Bennett and Long both played important snaps for them. Maybe not a lot of snaps, mm. but... They played a lot of important snaps, so it's gonna be uh, Barnett and Kurt and Graham that need to step up. So definitely, uh, definitely a, a year that <clears throat> this could make or break Barnett. Definitely this year. So Daryl, what do you got?
0: Okay, so I'm going to go into the secondary, and I'm going to go to Miami and pick Minka Fitzpatrick don't know what is going on with Rashard Jones he wanted out he wanted to stay they wanted to trade him they can't trade him Mm. I don't still don't really know what the deal is I do know that his value has dropped in in IDP Uh, but Minka Fitzpatrick has been on the rise big time and I think he'll start he's going to be a starter for the full season a second year under his belt Um, I see a lot of big things from him this year
1: yeah, and you guys covered that on the uh, Dolphins preview, and you know I, I think a hundred. I think I agree, hundred percent snaps for him. Like that he's yeah. just gonna play all the oh, time. Yeah, he'll, he'll be That's moved too. around a lot. He'll play some safety. He'll play some corner. He'll play probably even some like linebackerish snaps. Um, they're gonna move him all over the place. Um, he's gonna be like
0: a rover, more or less, is what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, and and Brian hmm. Flores, I think he he's a defensive minded coach. Will will hopefully be able to use him to his best because they're going to struggle getting to the quarterback i mean i like christian wilkins up the front yep oh but charles man. harris has been injured already uh you know he's he's kind of questionable to even start camp and they traded away quinn you know it's looking but, rough there
0: they and, lost cameron white so
1: yeah and um so i think mink is going to be asked to do a lot of different things my word but he's another <clears throat> alabama guy so yeah. um i'm gonna go to the defensive line and i'm gonna go inside in the in the trenches okay. where where, nice. where it's one this is daryl's boy actually maurice hurst
0: yeah the, oh. the
1: raiders got an absolute steal because of the apparent heart condition that he had and mm. he played a full year of football last year and had no setbacks um He's going to be on a much improved line. He's, he's going to be uh, – Jonathan Hankins is next to him. Uh, and their first-round pick, Claylin Farrell, I think will take a lot of pressure off of the rest of the line. Because last year we talked about week after week about the Raiders not having a pass rush. And, you know, that's what <laughs> happens when you trade away the best pass rusher in the game. Well, second best it's hard
0: to find a pass rusher. I mean, it's not like they grow on trees.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and Hurst is a disruptor himself. Oh yeah. Um so as, as an interior guy, you know, he's you know, you, you look at him and you look at somebody like Christian Wilkins this year. Similar style, aggressive interior pass rush defenders. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we think about what we thought about Wilkins this year and, and you kind of if he didn't have the heart condition, would he have been a first round pick? And I think I he would have been a man.
0: think it would have been a late feel-
1: first round pick last year.
0: And I don't know once they, I understood the concerns about the heart condition. Yeah. But once he was cleared and they said he was fine, it's like he never, his value or stock just never came back. I don't know. I don't understand. Some teams
1: removed him from their draft board basically because they didn't want a guy dying in training camp.
0: And I think he's one of the best steals of last year's draft, and the Raiders got him. But I can tell
1: you that's that's why a lot of teams shied away. They're like we don't want this guy to end up hospitalized on our watch in our training camp. So a lot of teams just said I we're not did, taking the chance. Do, but
0: I mean, when you've got multiple doctors saying he's clear, he's good to go. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know.
1: I know. Similar thing with um who was it this year that they had um
0: Oh, uh. Oh, slipping my mind. I know who yeah. you're talking about. Oh. Can't remember. Um they oh, mentioned that
1: God. about somebody. It was a scare, and then they, they kind of They're cleared wrong. him. Yeah, Montez yeah. Sweat. Yeah, Montez Sweat. It didn't right. really drop him too far, though.
0: No, it didn't hurt him. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why. Maybe because he's looking at that linebacker role.
1: Yeah, um, he's not in in, hmm. in the trenches, so to speak. I don't know.
0: So I don't. I don't
2: know. It's the bigger guys. They're yeah. a bit more yeah. concerned about putting pressure on their tickers, but you know. Uh, By the
1: way, real quick before we move on to AJ's next. Uh, Ronald Ollie from Last Chance U is going to be on Hard Knock. So he will have his second television series probably following him around while he plays football. And if you don't know Last Chance U, it's on Netflix. It's a good show uh it's definitely a lot of profanity so have have your (laughs) headphones on and uh i actually like watching it at the gym because i can put on my headphones and and they'll be they'll be cursing guys up and down and i'm like okay like you know my kids aren't around i I can i can listen at the gym where i'm the only one hearing what's going on here (laughs) so but ronald ollie uh he's gonna be in the mix to play some end and um but anyway, AJ, who's Man. your next
2: uh, breakout candidate? Well, I'll, I'll jump into the trenches with you, Dan. Oh, right. <laughs> Let's get uh, Taven Bryan. Ooh, yes, nice. the Jags. So obviously uh, Malik Jackson gone. Yep. Um, Brian did actually play in all all of the Jags regular season games last year. But and they they I believe he they played him a little bit at end as well, which is kind of interesting. I don't think that was a good fit, but yeah. Um, with the hold um, holdout, that kind of makes that a kind of interesting situation. And he does have two massive dudes in front of him technically on the depth chart in Darius and Jones. They're both you know big units, but Brian is. I mean he's he's uh he's going to be in the mix for sure and he's a talented guy
1: yeah yeah and he was a first round pick too so you know you know the first round draft talent you know we thought of that pick and the ronnie harrison pick last year as um as kind of extra because you're like this Mm -hmm. is already the best defense in the league and you're adding defensive talent dave and brian and ronnie harrison and we were like you know that's a that's a you know, caviar on top of your, yeah, <laughs> on, on top of your team that you got already. So, and, and they ended up, you know, we, we talked the other day about the AFC South and how they really need Harrison because they don't have anybody back there besides mm. their corners. Uh, you know, safety wise, they're they're kind of hurting. So, yeah, oh, and yeah. I think
0: for him, Harrison, by the way, just to touch, he's going to have a big year too. But I think he's not so much as a sleeper or whatever. I think everybody's kind of see this coming. So, yeah, you yeah. kind of
1: broke out. He he and Reed, I don't think would be sleek. Could could fit into this because they pretty much yeah. broke out towards the end of last year. So, mm. Harrison so much that they kicked Barry Church straight out the door. Yeah, so. oh, yeah.
0: not gonna cut it. So yeah, yeah big year for Harrison coming.
1: Yeah, but Taven Bryant could be a good because he he's a he's a bit of a disruptor too. And mm. who are you gonna you know? And we talk about this with some of these talented lines. Who are you gonna block? Who are you gonna choose to block?
2: Mm. oh yeah
1: because you have and i'm not going to say mention another situation because daryl might be talking about him because he likes talking about him uh but (laughs) if you got and we'll we'll talk we'll talk about the saints since we just talked about them you have malcolm brown and sheldon rankins when he comes back from his injury and davenport and and jordan who are you going to double team oh yeah on a, on a i mean i guess it depends on where the play is going but you're gonna have to try to get your offensive lineman just to move people because mm. or get them out of the way so you can run the play or get them out of the passing lane because who are you gonna double team out of that you know you have four first round talented players you know same thing with the jaguars you know you got Clayas campbell and gawkway josh mm. allen too I was joking, well, saying they should just rush five every... Yeah. Just send five. <laughs> Who are you going to block? Because you ain't blocking them all, that's for sure.
2: Well, I tell you, it's... I mean, you, good luck running against that line for a start. And then, yeah. as you said, with how disruptive they are, and, I mean, their secondary looks good, but that's a good thing because, I tell you, the middle of their D is not looking great. I mean... Miles, miles deck, it. Yes, but <laughs> the Telvin Smith thing hurts them yeah. in a way. But that's probably the position funnily enough given um, i'm a big fan of telvin smith but they could easily afford to lose him from the yeah. middle of that D because
1: they've got yeah. so much
2: talent it's yeah ridiculous. i think
1: quincy williams and quincy williams is a, a sweetheart pick by a lot of people in drafts and stuff and you know he, he's probably gonna win the job because they don't have anybody else mm. like they no. uh. they had jack and smith and that and a pile of Rubbish behind him. Yeah. We, we we talked about the the Jake Ryan's and the Nick Delucas and stuff, and <laughs> they we're like, yeah, that ain't gonna cut it. No, so I mean, they, they obviously drafted I think Quincy Williams with this spot in mind for a year as a placeholder, I guess.
2: Yeah, but right. Who knows how? Right. Tell
1: that's telvin Smith. Nobody's talking about it on the NFL Network or anything. Like no, Nick is the top. I guess because he came out so early and said, "I'm just not playing this year." I don't know. I still hold out hope that he just changes his mind and comes back after training camps over or something like that.
2: Yeah, me oh. too. And I, I sort of wonder, but I also feel like no news is good news. Yeah, like he's yeah. just away. He's getting himself sorted out, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. We don't definitely. need to hear anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: So, Daryl, you got
1: next.
0: Oh, I've I've got two, but I'm not. I'm going to mention one. I'm, we'll come back so if I, well, well, I don't know that he's, he's kind of like a Harrison in a way. So I'm going to hold off on him for now. But okay. my other one is Rashawn Evans for Tennessee. Uh, they are going yeah. to want to see what he can do, especially if they are looking, and I don't know that they are, but if they are looking to move away from Wesley Woodyard like they did Avery Williamson a, year, uh, a couple years ago, yeah. then they're going to – have to be satisfied with what Rashawn Evans can give him. So he's going to get a good look. I don't know how he's going to start or whatever, but he's going to have a significant role. They're going to see what he does, and I think he's going to be a really good player that's going to take that second step. Maybe not like Josie Jewell, but he's going to take a significant step just due to the volume and how they use him. I think Vrabel's going to want to find out how good he can play and um, see what he can do, and that's probably going to determine whether woodyard sticks around another year or if they're ready to move on from him mm-hmm.
1: yeah i can see a 50 50 split between woodyard and uh and Evans. i can i can see that pretty easily
0: and it might uh, be a rotational yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like a 50 50 mean, or
1: on brown yeah could could lose some snaps yeah all right so coming back to me uh this guy was a favorite of mine at the draft last year Uh, Didn't really get an opportunity Uh, The other day Picked off Daniel Jones uh, Lorenzo Uh Carter
0: uh From from Georgia
1: The New York Football Giants Um, He's going to play kind of an outside Linebacker-ish role Um, He's a He's he's kind of a do-it-all He's kind of like Roquan smith Light. So he's not quite As talented as Roquan Smith Is uh, But he's when they played side-by-side at Georgia, they were a two-man wrecking crew.
0: Yes, they were. So, I can vouch for
1: that. And why Carter doesn't get the love that, that Roquan gets? I mean, I, like I said, he's like Roquan Light, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a little bit more, I guess, outside rush skill.
0: I think um, he's going to be a big tackler, too, though. I don't think well, he's...
1: Yeah. And I think he'll get 100% snaps, because if you look at the Giants' depth chart... I mean
0: Yep, I think the BJ Goodson experiment's probably over.
1: Yeah, BJ. I mean like
0: mm. Um I think uh what's the other linebacker they've got? Well Ogletree's
1: uh, cemented in the middle.
0: Yeah, but Marcus he's 80, Marcus getting older. Got yeah, Marcus he's older. Golden. He's not this bad. makes a lot of sense. Well he's had some injuries and he's he's getting older. I didn't say old, I said older. There's different
1: I think it's gonna be Carter and Ogletree and they'll mix in Marcus Golden on pass rushing downs. Yeah. They'll mix in uh, exactly no, if,
0: if they only had an all-pro safety. Jeez.
1: They do. It's so
0: hard.
1: It's so hard Pe- to find Jabril, Jabril, Jabril Peppers.
0: Oh, good grief. I, I will drive to Pennsylvania right now.
1: <laughs> Jabril Peppers. Come
0: on. Really? Jabril Peppers really?
1: is going to be a good safety this year.
0: He's going to be a good safety.
1: Yes. He's going to be a good IDP
0: safety, too. He is. Mm. But they had that already. They had a top five safety in the entire league, a top five safety in IDP, an MVP candidate safety. Well,
1: now they got to go pay another wide receiver because they lost like five of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so move to Brew to wide receiver.
1: He could probably do it.
0: He could. He Man. returns kicks and punts. He so hey, why not? Did, did, you hear why who the, did you hear who the Giants
1: are bringing in? By the way, I know this is an offensive topic, but
0: yes, I did hear this. Kelvin Benjamin Kelvin Benjamin
1: it's coming in for a workout really yes
0: it's all about the Benjamins see now <laughs>
1: now here here's here's something funny and not to not to be a uh, a, a negative uh, person Kelvin Benjamin should probably play tight end and Evan Ingram should probably a wide receiver <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Kelvin Benjamin's bigger than Evan Ingram is oh yeah yeah so mm just a thought but anyway it was funny to me because i'm like yeah calvin benjamin is he in shape because he hasn't been in years so yeah i mean but the i mean there is a laundry list of people you could bring in i don't think the giants are going to be competitive so i don't think they want to spend money on a receiver for eli not to throw downfield
2: there'll be guys cut too it's yeah, like yeah. Wait right a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but back to Lorenzo Carter, I think he's going to be a big player on this defense. Um, you know, I think yeah. the, the big kind of guys, you know, up front, you got Dexter Lawrence and uh, B.J. Hill will probably be the big guys up front. Ogletree and Carter yeah. in that second level, and then Peppers and Bethea in that third level will be your big guys. Right. Obviously the corners, but we don't, we don't like corners on this show. At least I don't.
0: i can't with you today i just Uh, speaking
1: of really quick before we move on uh on good morning football the other day they had your boy on the screen they had a bears fan and a packers fan and they had these fans trying to identify who these players were on the screen and it was your boy clifton duck on the screen yeah so clifton duck getting a little (laughs) bit of love on good morning football
0: there you i'm telling you the kid can play all he needs is a chance
1: Well, I think they put up his picture because they guys had no clue. The guy kept saying Mike Ditka for every Bears guy. Oh Lord! (laughs) Because Ditka is God. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Packer fan actually got a few right. So, because they're all about this kickoff game. So, (laughs) but all right. So, AJ, you got some more?
2: Yeah, and. Uh, before I go to my next one, just a quick word about um, Rashan Evans because I'm pretty high on him too, Daryl. Yes. It's funny, in, in a league in which I'm in with Daryl, I was waiting on linebacker because – and you, you know like last year we had that tier of five. right? And I was waiting, 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 and I was getting pretty nervous and a few picks before me, Rashawn Evans went – and then I had to fall back onto my very last one in the tier, which just so happened to be Darius Leonard.
0: So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pretty good oh, man. bro. That was uh, a, uh, yeah. So that so highly number...
2: benefited you. Oh, so. my word. Um, so, I mean, I had him as my number five linebacker last year, Leonard. Yeah. A, lot of, had... a lot of people did. A lot of people did.
1: I had the order... I had uh, Edmonds, Smith. I did have Leonard at three. Yeah. Van Der Esch at four and Evans at five. Because most of the yep. people have those five. Most of them, you know, Evan Edmonds and Roquan may have been flipped. But the, yep. the last three, normally Van Der Esch was third in a lot of people's eyes. But, you know, I, I give me Leonard or Van Der Esch right now. Oh, like, they're, I think they're, they're
0: one too, no doubt. Oh, know, Yeah. And Edmonds...
1: I mean, not that Edmonds and Smith are slouches by any means, but those two are just tackling machines. It's ridiculous. They're in such good, productive defenses.
0: Yeah, check out my article if you've not seen it on those two. It's uh, it's scary what they are about to do. Cool. uh, Yeah. uh, Their tackle numbers are just off the charts for rookies, and they have a chance to to do it again this year which would put him in some elite uh some elite company some patrick willis the, company wow well no even patrick willis wasn't even in there
1: Ooh. Uh, <laughs> i thought patrick willis was the the leader in rookie tackles
0: well i mean for rookie tackles yes but repeating that the following yeah, okay. year that's he did it's pretty only well, go- yeah, he did pretty it's well only in his career
1: going. until he retired pretty much
0: yeah but I think uh, there's only been five cases of where in the entire NFL history where rookies have had 135 plus tackles as a rookie and then repeated it the next year.
2: Ooh, Wow. Well,
1: I and, guess we'll have to uh, read Daryl's article to find that information out.
0: And what's even more is there's never, of those five instances, there's never been a year where it's only been one player. There's always been two to do it, at least. Dynamic Ooh, duos. Really? Yes. Wow. I that mean, man, it's never been like Trey Leonard does it by himself last year, and then he does it again this year. It's never been and that. Jerry. It's always been at least two to do it when it's happened. Ben and Jerry.
2: Wow. Wow. Pretty neat. I tell you, we, we last year we were spoiled for linebackers. Because,
0: oh, wasn't yes. we, though?
2: Man, and then you look I mean, at this year, and then there's the
1: big two, oh, and then it's like, falling like off a cliff. cliff. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
2: But these big
0: two, I think, are going to be real comparable to – yeah. the ones we had last year they're going they're gonna be
2: real good oh yeah yeah i'm with you there so i'm gonna offer up another is it me okay. now yep. yeah You're up. yeah so let's let's throw another linebacker in the mix from last year's class
0: all right
2: jerome baker ah and that well we already kind of mentioned um you know talking about minka fitzpatrick who mentioned uh, the Finns and you know that Finns d is going to be on the field a lot <laughs> yeah and that here's the thing you know and this is why i think it's really good to to talk to fans of teams because if you just played idp and look let's face it i don't watch a lot of Finns games i don't know about you guys No, not particularly. Uh, You know
1: what? I did see a few weeks ago they played, or a week and a half ago or so, they played the Miami Miracle play where they beat the Patriots.
2: I caught the last, like, 10 minutes of that.
1: So that's the one Finns game I think I actually paid attention to.
2: Yeah, right. Um, Kiko Alonso is a guy who, you know, he racks up IDP stats, but he's just not very good at football. (laughs) You know, and (laughs) Dolphins fans hate the guy, and he's just – he's just hopeless in coverage and he may not he may not even make the 53 wow um, yeah i
1: heard that heard that conversation the other day and i'm like wow that would be crazy but then you look at some of these players and you're like yeah they're they're good idp assets and i guess that's the way right. i look at them i look at them as idp assets i don't really care if they can really play football well or not
2: <laughs> exactly exactly so you sort of you you get in this funny mindset of like you know you, you got Kiko on your team and he's giving you good numbers and you kind of equate that with him actually being good at football, but it's not necessarily true. So, right. um, Certainly, the future for the Finns is Raquan McMillan and Jerome Baker, and they don't have a lot else to be to be frank. But um, who was
1: the guy Kiko... that took the first snaps over uh, Raquan the other day? I saw somebody. Uh i think it was a beat writer for miami tweeted out that uh let me look at the depth chart real quick again hmm. um who was it uh it was aj no it was uh sam egg cool. don't even know he's an undrafted free agent apparently he got oh. like starter sna- snaps in, in training camp and i'm like who is this guy <laughs> so maybe maybe <laughs> Brian Flores is maybe just trying to light a fire under some of these guys and say, Look, you gotta earn everything here which yeah. you know, Lou we- Coaches do that all the time, but But yeah. Yeah, like, oh that's right. It was just yeah. interesting. I can't even pronounce that guy's name, but
2: <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see how that situation sort of pans out. I really like Raekwon McMillan as well. He's good he's great. Yeah. Um But Jerome Baker, uh, you know, he really came on um and I think he's going to be really on the, he's going to be on the field a lot and asked to do a lot as well.
1: Yep. And Daryl, before you go into yours, here's a word from the scouting Academy. Scout NFL football, like a pro invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position by position analysis. This is a time tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a
2: Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at dynastyfootballfactory.com.
1: And you can go to dynastyfootballfactory.com to also get your membership. Uh, again, twenty nine ninety nine deal, two guides, and the membership for the year. And also uh, check out Shane's redraft guide, not just Shane, but the uh, redraft group, uh, their rookie guide, or redraft guide is out, covers the entire NFL. I saw somebody printed that out and actually put it in a binder, and I'm like, wow, that's a cool. massive document. Yeah, I saw
0: that too. Like
1: 170 pages. I'm like, Oof. must must use a work computer. Cause I, don't think <laughs> do that on my, I wouldn't do that on my home printer because I'd have to go up and buy ink twice just to get it all printed. But, uh, Daryl, who you got? Who's next? Oh, oh man.
0: So, I, there's a few. Uh, but the one I wanted to mention, and I was waiting to see if maybe one of you all mentioned him, and you have it so far. So, I'm going to go back... I'm going to go back to the Titans, um, and I'm going to go with Harold Landry. He got off to a slow start last year. Homer. missed a few games early on. Yeah, Homer, whatever. <laughs> but you know I wasn't high on him last year, Dan. Yeah, so.
1: you didn't like him. I, I kept I telling just, you to draft him and, and like him because he's, he's, just,
0: a, he's, a, sack, he he's scra- a sack artist. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to stay hurt, and I just didn't know how he was going to translate his game to the NFL, but I was wrong. I mean, all, all he got to do is blitz. All. And, uh, but in a full-time role this year – with Morgan gone, Arakpo gone, he's going to be the full-time starter, and he's easily going to lead this team in sacks. Uh, I would say probably – I mean, he had, what, nine and a half last year, I think it was. So I think he can get anywhere from 10 to 12 at, at least this year. So, uh, And they're probably going to be on the field quite a bit, so he's going to have plenty of opportunities. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how big of a sleeper you want to call him, but from his role last year to well, this role yeah. this year, he's going to be, make a major impact
1: and i think you should preface that with in high high sack leagues like if you get a lot of points for sacks mm-hmm. cuz oh, i yeah. think Definitely. being a linebacker tackler i'm not sure that's going to be where you're getting points from
0: well it's always going to depend on what your league scores I mean well yes but i th- me, feel me like i should
1: preface that don't go jumping out and getting them unless you're you're rewarded for sacks um my next guy and we'll we'll do one more round after this i think unless we're all out um, but mm-hmm. i got a couple more there's one i expected daryl to talk about because we've been talking about him all offseason uh but anyway my next guy is from the kansas city chiefs
0: uh
1: <laughs> dorian o'daniel dod clemson linebacker has a great game can play in coverage uh steve spagnolo i'm sure will love a linebacker that can cover because i don't think they have another one on this roster that can so I think he's going to earn playing time because of his versatility. He can also pass rush a little bit. So on the blitz, yeah, they're moving to a four three, but uh, but I think they got four guys and three of them aren't very good at football.
0: Right. Yep.
1: Dorian or Daniel hasn't really got a chance to prove if he's good at football or not. I mean, we've seen Reggie Ragland; he's just not very good. We've seen Anthony Hitchens. Uh, Hitchens is decent for two downs, but on third down, he's like... he gets beat by everybody. And Deron Lee, we know he can tackle, but uh, the Jets got rid of him for nothing, basically, because they were sick of him. So And they signed C.J. Mosley, but I think they were trying to get rid of him before they even got the idea to get Mosley, because they sat him down at least one game last year. Uh, so, D.O.D. is my next guy. Uh, so, next...
2: Who is it? Is it me or yeah. Daryl? Yeah,
1: yeah, we're kinda of going around the circle here. Yeah.
2: So Okay. It is me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yep. Oh, cool. Sorry, I lost track of the thing. Okay, let me <laughs> let me put up. Uh Jawan Bentley. Okay. Ooh, nice. And when you look at now I'm not the biggest fan of Hightower or Van Noy. I think they're kind of just guys. Mm-hmm. And that Patriots D is very old, man. If you look at their depth chart, I mean, you've got the you've got the McCordys, you've got Patrick Chung. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of a Landon Roberts, particularly, who's technically on the depth chart in front of Bentley at the moment. But um, I think Bentley's got a really good chance to um, to get good reps in this. I mean, look in this very old, aging defense.
1: Yeah, and they signed Jamie Collins to make it even older.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. I, I think the older you are, the more susceptible you are to injuries. So I think, mm. you know, uh, eventually these guys are going to break down. And Dante Hightower, great football player, terrible IDP asset. Yeah. My, my one friend, sw- I mean, he's a Patriots fan, so he's a little biased, but he, he's had him on the team for like the last – five, seven. I'm like, why do you still have him? He's not good <laughs> for IDP. Like he's a good football player. He's good in that defense, but he's not a, he's not going to rack up 10 tackles a game. Like you need. No. so, uh, and Juwan Bentley, you know, he, like he's the young, uh, young guy coming in there.
0: Mm.
1: You know, as I look at the Patriots more and more, you know, besides drafting, you know, some younger skill players, they are getting old. Like they're, they've mm-hmm. grown old to get like Tom Brady and McCourty's, and even like Stephon Gilmore's getting older. Hightower and Collins, and you know, it's talked about Van Noy. Van Noy was going to get cut by the Patriots or by the the Lions because they just were like, whatever, this dude can't play. Goes to the Patriots, becomes like an All Pro. Like <laughs> so, if anybody can get All Pro status out of out of anybody, it's definitely the hoodie. Mm. Darth hoodie over there. That's right. Um, so, Bentley, we got two more. So Daryl, you got one. I got one. And yeah, then and he I will, thought uh...
0: he was going to take mine when he mentioned the Patriots. I okay. uh, I thought I was going to have to change here, but I'm going to take defensive end Derek Rivers. Oh, nice. Uh, with Trey Flowers gone, and them, like like y'all just mentioned about the linebackers, that defense is so old. Mm. Um. Rivers was hurt a year ago. There was a lot of, uh, lot of high praise for him, and he got hurt and missed most of the year. I think this could be a year for him to just really break out. I mean, he's got nowhere to go but up here, so, and he's going to have the opportunity. And that's that's the first thing you need is the opportunity. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to get that look. I'll be really interested to see in uh, training camp and the preseason how this goes and and how he does.
1: He's going oh, to have to beat 40. out those long, luxurious locks of Chase Winovich, though.
2: I was going to say, Chase Winovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that'll be an interesting competition. They do have about three or four guys, uh, Dietrich Wise, Winovich, Rivers.
0: But I'm not uh, so that Winovich isn't going to play that outside linebacker spot like Mike Vabral and uh, Rob Ninkovich. As long as do. he's can, labeled defensive easily,
1: end on MFL, I don't care where he plays.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I can easily see him playing that type of role. He's that type of player, and I can see him feeling it really well.
1: See, I think teams like and the Belichick system especially is just one of those teams that just must drive people trying to positionalize these guys nuts because...
0: Do mm-hmm.
1: you think Belichick cares what position these guys are called? <laughs> do you think he really cares? No, no. he said, "Okay, no. I need I need a guy that can rush the passer, so that's this yep. guy. I don't care if he's defensive end, linebacker. He he don't care.
0: He's the honey yep. whoever does the role, that's what you're gonna do.
1: Yes. So uh, is you know, Daryl, I am fully surprised because I could have bet twenty bucks that you would have mentioned the next guy I'm gonna talk about, Harrison Phillips. <laughs> I you've almost talk, started. Nine. You've been, you've been, been talking started. about him all off season about how great he's going to do because he's going to have Ed Oliver to take a lot of attention off of him, and yes. I think that's true. And you know, Star Lele, he's probably going to be riding the pine a lot because, oh, yeah, uh, taking those two off the field would be hazardous to a defensive coordinator's health. Uh,
0: because... Well, another Dynasty by Low asset article I did. I, I touched on that yeah. Phillips and. Uh, Phillips in a non starting role outscored Star who was the starter and outscored him tackles and everything by a wide margin. So and I actually
1: think, think Ed Oliver a like
0: Oliver is gonna be a huge boost.
1: Yeah. I think Ed Oliver just takes command I mean, if he stays healthy and, and you know, plays like a couple of his potential, he's got disruptor, you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: written all over him and it's gonna help Hughes, everybody. it's gonna help Murphy, it's gonna help Phillips, it's gonna help Alexander. Oh, you know, it's gonna help everybody there that are oh, anybody yeah. that's rushing. <laughs> yeah, Poyer, it's gonna help everybody out there. So yep. um and I think Phillips, you know, Phillips was decent last year as a defensive tackle, especially if you gotta start anyway. two. If you gotta start yeah. two, he should be already rostered probably, but um if you're starting one and you're looking for a <laughs> bye week fill in, a low, low range. Yep. D-tackle one. I mean, I think yeah. the one issue we find this year is there's five viable, draftable defensive tackles that you could have put on your roster this year. Yep. And when one of them, uh, a sixth one, that you're probably going to put on IR for a year in, Jeremy, or in Jeffrey Simmons. Right. So, you know, that many defensive tackles coming into a league is, is crazy. So this year was definitely a year to get your defensive tackles. Um, yep. And, you know, you could have gotten... Dexter Lawrence, I got super late, and I oh, still think yeah, he's going to be yeah, outstanding, yeah. just because opportunity. Yeah, he's, they're, they're going to be on, you know, the, the Giants' defense is going to get worn out. Uh, so that's about that. So Daryl, you have a, you have any Debbie players that you want to mention?
0: Oh uh, no, not no. particularly this week. No, I, I was, was going. I'm, I'm just asking for Sunday, so kind of caught me off guard. Plus, I'm I've as, been
1: I'm, I'm asking because I'm on the clock in our college football league. So.
0: Oh, so what are you looking for? I'm not be able to help you. What are you looking for?
1: Oh, I don't know. So I, I just drafted. So, so, AJ, we, we, we got roped into a uh, – not roped into. We, we willingly joined a college football IDP league. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so we're, we're dipping our toes Ooh. in that. Now, Daryl knows a lot of these guys because he does the Devi IDP stuff. So he digs deep right. into college. I do a lot of Offensive Debbie And I, I sprinkle in a little uh, Defensive Debbie in there But trying to draft College football players ooh, like, like all the names are gone Like I actually took last week He, he does a Debbie Diamond section I, I took his Debbie Diamond last week Malik Harrison Because I'm like Hey I know this name Daryl just mentioned him <laughs> and, I got, and, and i got troy troy die from oregon because i've heard of his name before uh, and then i went searching and then i i found uh jason away from penn state uh, a freshman i uh, wow. found his name somewhere yeah. uh so you, you might want to check him out for a debbie diamond in the future um what are you I, looking I for i don't know what i'm looking for i could probably use another quarterback because I need one that's. Uh, I think I'm actually going to take Ian Book just to be a homer.
0: Ooh, ooh.
1: Because hmm. Ian two. Book is ranked 64th according to the the Fan
0: Tracks uh, rankings. And there's still two good quarterbacks out there, in my opinion. But hey,
2: is it a super flex league? Yeah, it's super. It's yeah.
0: start
1: two QB. But the way oh, start two. Yeah, start yeah. two.
0: I mean,
2: college okay.
1: football. There's like a million quarterbacks. So right. Now, I drafted the guy from Washington State just because I know that dude loves to chuck the ball. So, Mike Leach. He just, he just wants to throw the ball 900 times. So, so I think uh, Gage Gubrund is going to be the guy. Hopefully it is, Ross.
0: So, you're going to take quarterback at this
1: peak? I took him in Bulk, yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you were want to so eat. Well, I was
1: going to, but I'm looking at my yeah. – See, but you also have to look at your bye weeks with this because if you're playing I've for the championship – if you're playing for the championship in week thirteen and your guys on a buy, you know, you're one of your studs on a buy, you're like screwed. Like so, so I made sure I spaced out my buys for my quarterbacks at least.
0: Well, I'm looking at this board right now, and there's at least one, two, three. Wait, a like quarterbacks? I say at least three quarterbacks I would have took ahead of Brooke.
1: I'm an Notre Dame fan, so I just want to look, root for my guy. That's,
0: that's the Homer pick. You can't, <laughs> you can't draft with your heart.
1: <laughs> look at what's out there. He didn't have that many less fantasy points. I mean, there's one other guy, and are you looking? I mean, I'll say what the hell. I mean, I don't care. I'm probably not taking another quarterback. Jake Bentley was the other guy I was looking at from South Carolina.
0: Is that one of them? No, I would have No, I was looking at uh, Stephen Montez of Colorado or John okay. Woznick of Western Michigan.
1: See, that, that's the thing, these small schools.
0: But they He's
1: got a little red flag next to him. What's wrong with
0: him? He does. He'll be all right. Uh, it's from last year. He's fine.
1: Okay. So that's the thing, like, finding information on these college guys is just crazy. Mm, I bet. They have, they have yeah. ADP loaded in here.
0: They do, yeah. Ooh, I'm
1: going to have to check that out.
0: Huh. But
1: anyway. Uh, so that's like the next thing to to get everybody pumped up is college IDP.
2: You should get any Man. one of those by the way. That's yeah. a whole nother commitment. A whole nother level of commitment, I reckon. It is. It, it is, wow. I, and I've told
0: Dan <laughs> I've told Dan this. It it is a big bigger commitment. It is a little bit of work on your plate, but it will change how you look at fantasy football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did
2: you do you do any uh Debbie leagues? I mean one and um it's an auction and the the ironic thing is that so there was a debbie auction it's a fairly new league so there's a debbie auction last year Um, and then they had just a normal rookie auction this year okay and half the players were still there which made me think well i don't know i don't have enough experience in debbie but it feels very hit and miss like some guys obviously hit the yeah. jackpot but then others there were plenty of fantastic um players just sitting there as rookies that you could just bid on
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so interesting yeah so, but i'm, I'm really a, I'm, a, I'm a rookie myself when it comes to debbie but i'm in one
1: yeah so yeah. let me uh so i i'm in a one debbie league it's decent we have like a five or six round debbie draft every year and the only two guys I'd come up on my roster this year, I thought they were going to be great. Uh, Tyree Brady from Marshall, and Alizé, used to be Jones, but now it's Alizé Mack from Notre Dame mm. at tight end. And Mac Mack has some uh, some opportunity. If he can, you know, Jared Cook is not a so world beater. Can
0: you're hard again. I've told you about that.
1: <laughs> well, he was like a top tight end prospect, and then he like fell apart and he couldn't catch so and then tyree brady from marshall like people are like why you know he's with jacksonville right now but Uh he could win that job i mean is any of the jacksonville receivers really i mean they're just a pile of wide receiver twos and threes yes
2: yeah exactly yeah
1: so i mean which actually nick Foles loves those kind of guys because Oh yeah. yeah, that's 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 the kind of what he went. You know, he played. You know, when he when he was with the Eagles, well, he's all about the, like, the tight end in yeah. the slot. Like he, he just wants to throw to those guys. So if they have like four slot receivers, then
0: that'd be perfect. That's why, that's why he's a jag. Just another guy.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's your uh, bias coming in again.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Oh man. So without any trades and without any of our Devi stuff, uh, we are going to, I guess, bid you adieu for the, you. the five seconds until we talk some Seahawks and Titans. So
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: So, uh, so this is like a crossover event. We're, we're going to, you know. <laughs>
0: this is like the Infinity Wars
2: we've crossed over. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's,
1: it's more like the Arrowverse crossover. Are
2: you, you going know? to, how are you going to cut this up Dan, are you going to just keep it rolling on your end?
1: Um, I'll probably at least pause it so I can, uh, you know, chop it and send it out for tomorrow morning or whenever. Probably like Sunday, maybe. I don't know. We, we got another. <laughs> we got so much stuff going on. I can't keep track of our
0: either, But and Just give fact... me two
2: seconds. I've got to go and um, yep. my battery is about to die. So I'm going to just run and get the charger. So, All right. Two okay. seconds. Back I'll be back. Right. Brucey. Sounds good.
1: And it's <laughs> Friday night here and Saturday morning there. How crazy is that?
0: Oh, yeah. But,
1: oh, wow. uh,
2: What time is it, though?
1: That'll to do it for uh, our show.
2: It is 11.30 a.m. Wow. Good night yeah. now. Well, good morning now, I guess, <laughs> in all of the country. <laughs>